0: Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill, and these are Jill's Journals Out Loud. And today, we're just going to do a little catch-up. We're going to do a little overview. We're going to talk Purge and the purpose of it, as I'm still involved in it. But first, we're going to do a little three-minute intro. If you're new, you will resonate if this makes sense to you, if you're in the right place. If you've been here a while, you can just fast-forward, and I will see you on the other side. Tell me what! Here is the end Fear is the path to the dark side Fear leads to anger Anger leads to hate Hate leads to suffering How do we get, How do we get so free Since day one Something's been missing, i I know it's time to transition to- First, they came for the fighters. Can't stop the signal now. Everything goes somewhere, and I go everywhere. It's a brand new day, and I am so glad you're here. My name is Jill, and these are my journals out loud. I draw on them to bring you a podcast, focusing on those of us who are wired for danger. In both the fight and the fallout, because my heart and mission is to serve you in yours, and what I know to be true as a Wired for Danger human. The quest for meaningness is upset. Without a mission we are willing to die for, there is no purpose or meaning to live for. We are not special, but necessary. Our lives are often hard, and they rarely end well. But even knowing all of this, we just can't not do what we were born to do, because we can't stop being who we were born to be. If you are new, I hope you'll listen and see if any of this rings true. And if so, you are not alone. And with that, we are so glad you're here. I've been looking for a place that I'd rather be. I've been searching for my own destiny. I raise my gun to the sky and scream out loud. This is my life. This is my hope. This is what Stand for. now is the time to let it all out We are the young ones to fight for survival We will watch you like an eye of a fighter We are the young ones to fight for survival We will watch you like an eye of a and we are back. So uh, I got a very nice compliment this morning, and I realized, you know, I've been kind of not making a lot of podcasts, and so I just wanted to do kind of an update. I did a short update uh, in the last podcast talking about, you know, being in the throes of my purge process, and uh, it is the 19th of June. It is 2023, and so I wanted to take a few moments to just say hi, go through a few things and uh, see where it all ends, because I don't have a great big outline for you this morning. Because this idea of purge, it's not just about our physical stuff. It's about our thinking, our emotions, our spiritual process. There's a lot of purging that needs to take place within our experience in the world. And uh, you know, one of the reasons I am all pro journal is that my physical writing, you know, my little cheap pens and pencils and uh, $2, although they are going up in price, $2 notebooks are my purge process. They were are what keep me sane. They're not uh, meant to be beautiful and profound and organized. They're just pretty much like Taking out the trash, right? Dumping and purging what's going on in my thinking, what's going on my feeling, what's going on in my seeking and my questions. But, you know, I told my mom a long time ago, if you wanted to get the good stuff, you should look at my journals, because that's where all the good stuff is. Because in between all of that purging process of, you know, complaining about the fact that I'm so itchy and on fire with these damn bugs, I can hardly focus eventually things consolidate and become the simple truths that we're all hoping to truly understand in this world. If you are a true seeker, if you are somebody who really wants to understand more than just be caught up and swept in the chaos and the noise of everything that's going around, but it only happens in brief moments. And it's this purging process that really allows us to let these insights settle, consolidate and clarify. And so as I've been, you know, dumping out stuff here, uh, I've also been spending, you know, a lot of time thinking about how to move forward and the conflict between what's going on out in the world Uh, the question of, oh, my God, how am I going to survive? And also, what would be valuable, right? What's important? What is the most important thing uh, in this particular moment of time? And those three things do not align. It's very difficult. And, you know, one of my skill sets that i I have never really known what to do with it. And I I actually had someone tell me this, you know, in my late 20s, is that I can take a lot of information and I can bottom line it. It made me a terrible therapist because I'm like five minutes in, I could tell you what your bottom line was. But the value is getting to that place for yourself. And the same is true about what's going on out in the world. And uh, I can bottom line it very easily. But It doesn't help. It's sort of like saying, you know, something profound. Oh, I watched a movie. So this is one of those statements people say, there's only love and fear, right? So people think if they say that somehow they've created awareness about a profound process and they know the truth and therefore they're enlightened. But what they don't understand is that simple statement takes many, many, many millions of years and lifetimes to truly understand what that means. And that's part of the purge process. It's getting rid of all the layers of these simple truths that are maybe true, but it takes a long time to get there. And while I've been doing all this, especially the last, uh, what, decade plus now, right, is I wanted to factor in survival. Like, what does it mean to survive, right? What what do we really need as humans to survive and why why don't we just do it cuz it isn't rocket science and you know what i thought was a simple solution and a obvious uh process didn't become that at all i mean there's all there's as many issues in trying to survive as there are in trying to be part of the uh, civilization, right? The wave of confusion and uh, corporation and institution and all these complexities to civilization that we have uh, brought forth in order to be okay. And, you know, the simple part is I was uh, listening to something, I don't even know what it was. And there was a, oh, it was that Bjorn guy on YouTube. Uh, so he was reading from a book about a woman who had, she has a corporate job in Manhattan, and she went to mouth. Everest, and her epiphany was how uh, she was meant, how we are, as humans are meant to be in the wild. And so, you know, you've heard me talk about that constantly. You've seen me move into the wild, basically, right? But I was laughing because she was having this profound, simple epiphany about nature and how awesome it is. And I fully agree with that. I fully believe as humans, we are meant to to be much more integrated into nature than uh, even I am at this point. But the reality is, uh, I, like, nature is a constant series of assault, right? So we're in, they call them no see where they're these tiny little flies that you can't really see, and uh, little black specks. Because I have white dogs, I can see how many there are now. But it, um, their bite is actually worse than a mosquito bite and they're getting thicker and thicker and so uh you know I'm I've been on fire for weeks it's just you know you can't itch them and the it's interesting cuz when you even when you do itch then the the sense the itchy sensation goes up and down your leg or across your back i had one right between my shoulder blades for a long time and you know not to be able to scratch and just feel that constant Itch right between my shoulder blades. And uh, whatever happened yesterday, they were out more in full force. And so I have them all over my neck. I was trying to just cut my toenails outside for a few minutes, and I'm watching them all over my feet biting me. And I'm trying to focus while I cut and not hurt myself. Uh, I felt like I was in one of those, you know, defusing the bomb while the the planes or people are shooting at you, right? I mean, it's so hard to focus with all these distractions. And just something that simple, you know, that's what nature is. It's a constant assault. You know, I've got a uh, mouse, mice that keep getting inside my truck. I have no idea what's happening there. And You know, the wind and the weather. I mean, there's all these constant assaults. Oh, and the Paul and I was talking on the phone for Father's Day. And I have to, you know, put the phone in the window and I'm looking out the window. And every time there was a gust of wind, this puff of yellow you know, pollen smoke comes out of the pine tree and the histamine response is the same as the bites and, and that makes you fatigued, right? And so there's all this constant assault of nature uh, and that doesn't even include, you know, chop wood and carry water, right? And so the reality is, yeah, the, the simple epiphany is as human, We are meant to be in the wild. We do feel better in nature. The reality is, is nature is as complicated and difficult as it is navigating the subway in New York City, right? Or trying to figure out how to uh, function, you know, within what we call civilization. There's whatever system we're in, there's just a reality to it. There's the simple, uh, you know choose love or fear. And then there's the, you know, 8,000 trillion emotional responses to all the different situations that we engage in. And these are just our realities. And so, you know, part of the seeking process, part of the fight response for people who are these wired for danger, people like us, we're pushing to solve the problem so that There's a part of us, whether we recognize it or not, and I don't know how it is for other people. I only understand my perspective. This is all, this nervous system theory that I've been working with is so new. I really haven't done anything to investigate, uh, pause, uh, push people or pull people, running away, freezing people, because I don't understand you as well as I understand the wire for danger, and the fight people. But the fight response is if I can just... Get to the truth if I can just solve this problem, if I can just win the war, if I can just pull down the dictator, right? Isn't that going around right now? Then everything will be okay, and I can let go and we'll go back to normal. But there's really just no such thing, there's no version that does not involve yes, we can bottom line everything, everything can be reduced to a simple statement. But the experience of is very complex, and even when you understand it intellectually and emotionally and spiritually, the physical complexity does not go away. Like, there's no, and that was to me the survival question, right? It doesn't matter what you understand, you still have to chop wood and carry water, and then you know, as I have discovered. So I can do that, right? And I like that. It's not that I don't like that experience, but now I physically can't chop wood and carry water. And, you know, throwing a big wrench in all these processes. And so uh, so for me, you know, I'm constantly wrestling the realities of what life is versus how do we find a way to get through it that's meaningful, purposeful, and valuable. And... When people throw out these uh, simplistic statements, wherever we are, you know, in a statement like there's only love and fear, wherever we are with that in our own experience, you know, is how we we uh, touchstone it, right? So if we're not, if we're feeling really good and we're feeling loving and we're feeling very Peaceful, then we're like, yeah, that's true, right? But when you're, you know, in a bad place or if you've had a bad relationship or if you've lost somebody or something important, uh, you know, it's like, F you, F you, right? So there's just range, you know, and when you seek truth, you know, my whole what is the truth, the whole massive uh, compulsion of 50 plus years that's been my life. Uh, That was part of the problem Is I got to these bottom lines and they didn't do anything. They didn't set me free. They didn't change the world. They don't change anything. We still have to navigate the basics of survival. We still have to function within whatever version of civilization we are. And they're not magical solutions to change the human experience in this world. And that is really upsetting and depressing. And so then what, right? Then what? And so I've been wrestling with that for, you know, years now, not knowing what to do about it. And so part of what, pulling back to how this started, you know, part of my purging process has been to let go of what I thought I wanted to create 15 years ago, which is to be uh, independent, to be able to survive, to homestead, to live off the land, to get as simple as I could uh, and out of the system and and free of it, right? Like, so if I could get out of the system, if I could survive in the wild, uh, then I would be free. And the reality is, is, well, yeah, sort of temporarily, but you know a there's a whole bunch of problems that go with that and b it's exhausting and c i just don't want to do it anymore but intersecting that with this moment in time where there's all these threats to our power supply to our food supply you know and it's just it's so aggravating and frustrating right i mean it just shouldn't be this hard it shouldn't be this hard it shouldn't be this hard and so as I am cleaning out the trailer and looking at everything that I have and trying to make decisions about what I should keep and what I should let go of. And, uh, you know, I've been doing the same thing with my mental processes and my emotional processes and, you know, what I want to do online or how I want to make a living. And, And the reality is, is I haven't been able to find a way that just clicked for me. You know, I'm still in a uh, part of the purging process is you're still pushing out what you don't want uh, versus trying to settle on what you do want. And I did a whole podcast on that. Like every decision is what we want versus what we don't want. And, and you know, when I looked at my stuff, you know, what I want is to have everything I need to survive. You know, what I don't want is the clutter and the chaos and the... Uh, the, the, the crush of too much stuff in a small space. And so, you know, right now I've got more than half of the stuff out of the back. And so it feels so much better. There's space. I can walk around. I have a little open space in the back so the dogs can go back there. I can exercise or I can at least stretch back there. Something I haven't been able to do for years, which the fantasy, you know, when I got this horse trailer, was... Oh, I had all this extra space, right? It was so much bigger. It was twice as big as the trailer as I had before. But I filled it up with all of this stuff to protect me from a future that I was terrified, but I wanted to be prepared for. And now, you know, we're moving into a period of time where that future I feared may be coming real but I still have to make these decisions, right? Want versus don't want. Do I want the space so that I can function or do I want to hold on to things I can't uh, guarantee that I will need? I mean, there's never a perfect way to move forward. And so, uh, you know, I keep trying to simplify, simplify, simplify. And that's part of this purging process, right? Like, What is it that you want to keep versus what do you want to let go of? What will allow you to move forward in the way that you would like versus what's holding you back from the future that you want to create. But we're at such a unique moment in time. And while those theories and those ideas and those statements make so much sense in the world of normal, because what was normal was at any point in any of these processes, right, you could change your mind and go back to what was before. And that's what I always did. You know, I didn't want to be a social worker, but I held on to my license because, you know, in my mind, if I wanted to, or if I needed to, I could go back, I could get a real job, and I could function out in the world. And now there's this radical awareness that that is no longer an option. Physically, I couldn't work a full-time job out in the world if I wanted to. I don't have the energy for it. Uh, you know I don't have the ability to live in a large city area and pay rent and participate in those processes Uh, all of that is gone which just creates a whole new level of oh right like oh crap but it's not just me it's all of us right all of the things that we've counted on are being pulled away from us and it, we're in the, we're in a purge process collectively. So it's, you know, there's what you're doing and there's what, you know, those around you are doing. And then there's like a bigger uh, collective experience within the world and where you are physically located in the world. Uh, whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, wherever you are, what your age is, all of those things are part of this collective purge process. And and as much as we're individually being asked, you know, what do we want to focus on? How do we want to move forward? What do we want to keep? What do we want to let go of? We're doing that collectively, right? We're making decisions about what we value and what we don't value. And it's a really uncomfortable process because it's not our decision alone. Like as a country, you know, we're dividing because we are, some people want to purge one set of values and other people, another set doesn't, and those are in conflict with each other. So as difficult it is to make those decisions internally, you know, do I. Do I keep this thing or, uh, you know, I let go of a bu- I threw out a bunch of my clothes because, uh, you know, living like this, they just get fully destroyed. And so uh, I, d- you know, I don't like wearing all my dirty clothes, but I keep all my dirty stained, torn up clothes because they just continue to get dirty, stained and torn up. And I get tired of things I like being ruined. So I keep, you know, I've always kept... Well, the ones you see in the videos, right? Because this is all I wear. And I hate wearing all those clothes. So I got rid of a bunch of them. But now, you know, I'm in the same position where I still am trashing my clothes, but I don't have as many to wear. And, And the point being is that, you know, there's no way around that. And we're So I have to make decisions about what I want and what I don't want, but there's no perfect answer. And that's where we are collectively out in the world. Do we keep an education system that is destroying our children or do we just get rid of it? Do we, um, we're making war out in the world, even though most people would agree that war doesn't solve any problems, but we're still doing it. And so we're being asked to look at what we want and what we don't want And as grown-ups, part of our responsibility is to be able to look at these complexities at a new level and decide what is it that really, as a civilization, we would want to let go of. And, you know, it's those thoughts, those ideas, those feelings, those actions that we put into the big soup of our collective processes that really shape where, as culture, society, civilization, and how we move forward. and. So the simple thing is, is we're always in a process of purge. Uh, The complexity, the reality is it never ends and it constantly changes. And it's never just one thing that you do and it's over and done. And even understanding the depth of complexity and reality around a statement as simple as, you know, there's only love and fear... That doesn't change everything, right? You know, I don't look at the two dogs who, of course, now just woke up that I'm back on trying to record that, uh, you know, I love the dogs, but that doesn't change, you know, how am I going to feed them? You know, we're trapped inside because we're under assault and siege from these stupid bugs. It doesn't, love and fear doesn't change the realities of survival. And so these are the things I keep wrestling with. And deep breath. So, you know, when I started this, you know, I haven't written in my journal this morning and I was looking back and trying to decide what I wanted to share because I think, oh, it's been a while, I need to make a podcast, right? So I'm looking back and I have all these, you know, fabulously profound statements that make sense to me that don't have any value if I say them out loud because I can't share 40 plus years of information that have allowed me not just to look at the simple statement that's the bottom line, but the thousands of points that have clarified to make me understand why that's true in my mind. It doesn't help you to do all that. But we're all under the weight of what's going on out in the world that we have to do something to deal with it, right? We can't hide under a rock much longer without being faced with these realities of everything that's happening around us. And so I wanted to just uh, sort of put it all under the purge headline right now because that's where I'm at and I'm still trying to navigate what I want to let go of that will allow me to create what I want. And and in that response, I wanted to write down my bottom line statement. So as I was looking at everything, uh, you know, at the end of the day, right at this moment, you know, I'm tired, right? I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And most of us are. I'm tired of the stupidity. You know, I'm tired of Uh, The idiocy and the unnecessary realities and all these, I mean, we're all old enough to realize that none of this needs to be like war doesn't solve problems. Being angry uh, doesn't make other people agree with us. I mean, it's not rocket science to look at all these things. Uh, the, The difficulty is how stupid it is. It's so unnecessary. It's so ridiculous Yelling about the problem doesn't solve the problem, right? Protesting against the problem doesn't solve the problem. Uh, All of this stuff that we are collectively engaged in is just ridiculous. But the flip side is, is it's ridiculous for me to try to function, you know, in a small space with stuff stop you know everything stuffed in here, preparing for some day that I am terrified of because some stupid people feel the need to destroy everything that's simple and makes sense. I mean, everything about human and world is ridiculous because it's not complicated. It's not necessary, and we're just doing it. Like, I can't even hardly listen to anybody online because they're yelling about stuff that is unnecessary, and the only reason it's happening is because, you know, we're all choosing what we want versus what we don't want, and and the, the balance of that has created a world where a lot of bad things are happening because collectively we wanted to be comfortable. We wanted to be safe. We wanted to not be responsible. And those decisions and those choices have created systems that people who want power, who people who want control, people who want uh, evil, darkness, whatever you want to call it, more than we wanted to have that not be real and true. And as we're purging, right, as we're purging the veils and the blocks and the uh, denial process, right, we're purging away and the things that are coming out in the same way when you're cleaning Uh, You know, like I said, for me, the assault. So as I'm cleaning out, oh, this is where the mouse got in and, you know, chewed up all my crap, right? This is where uh, water seeped in and mold is growing, right? As you purge, as you pull out the layers, the underbelly starts to show itself. And anything that's been in dark a long time, as we see in nature, right, creates a problem. You know, little critters move in, Uh, you know, moldy things grow. I mean, this is just, there's no difference, you know, between what happens in nature and what happens uh, in civilization. It just has different names and different layers. All right, so they're in full wrestle mode. It is so hard for me to focus when they're, like, in the process of destroying everything. So, (sighs) I would like to purge their puppiness from them. They're doing really good. They're being so patient because we are locked inside right now uh, because there's like a tiny window in the morning when there's not as many bugs. Uh, But they've been really, really good and patient. So uh, I wanted to just talk about purge at a bigger level. And then I wanted to get you to my bottom line. And, you know, one of the things I have fun doing is... I think it's called alliteration, you know, where like three words all have start with the same consonant. And so uh, as I was looking at everything and I was trying to understand, you know, my purging process and how I need to move forward in the world and how the realities are, there's no perfect way to move forward because there's so much stupid crap happening out there uh, you know, my bottom line this morning was making peace versus making perfect. Making peace with the fact it will never be perfect. Like I will never be able to purge everything out so that I am in p- peace with my internal physical living situation. As long as this is it. Now that might change and I might have a better physical living expense. I will never be able to make my body perfect so that I have all the energy I need that I can do everything I want. Uh, I will never be able to live in a community or a country or a world where everything is perfect so that I can make peace with what's going on around me. And that's really what we're here. This is I what I want versus what I don't want. What I would like is to have everything be perfect and then I would feel peaceful. The reality is everything will never be perfect. I will never get everything I want. So do I want to make peace with that process itself? And these are the simple truths, right? You can talk about crap all day long. You can talk about details. You can talk about... All the things we don't want, all the stupid things, like right now, all this stuff is going on, uh, which I've been totally freaked out about. I don't know why for this particular, the the tension is in the ethers again. Like there's all these different, uh, as I'm recording this, there's all this uh, sense that the military is being deployed, you know, on the Canadian border, on the Mexican border, uh, within cities. I mean, there's something going on. And it's it's upsetting because I don't want that. I don't want to go to war. I don't want civil unrest. I don't want any of those pieces to be true or to be real. And all the things that will come with that, you know, in the same way, I don't want the bugs to be chewing me up, right? So that's all the don't want of the world right now. But what I also want is I don't want to be stressed out. I want to make peace. I can't control everything out there, but I can purge what I don't want out of me so that I can find peace within all of this. Uh, And that's really how all this works. You know, there's the complexities that we're focused on out in the world that we can't control like the dogs right (laughs) now. and then there's within us. And I know I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but I think what's so important is that it never just finishes, right? There's a a great book by I think it was Jack Cornfield called After the Ecstasy, the Laundry, right? You can go into these situations and you can have ecstatic experience and you can be filled with the wisdom and the truth and the light of all that there is and you feel all enlightened and profound and then you know you come home and you've got mice in your house and your laundry needs to get done and the dogs have pooped and vomited right there's just the reality right so you can You can call yourself enlightened, profound, and full of truth, but none of that turns the basics of survival off. And everything about survival is simple, but it doesn't mean it's all wanted, right? You still have to navigate the frustrations of everything you don't want versus everything you do want, and it will never be perfect. And that's this purging process, right? We're not just purging out the stuff. We're also purging out within us all the things that are getting in the way of what we do want, because there's so much more that we can't control than what we can. And every piece of that is a decision. And so when I was writing all these things up yesterday, you know, I was trying to spend time, like, I don't know how to move forward, because all of this makes sense in my head. None of it, you know, makes sense to my practical life, right? It's still, I still have to work, I still have to figure out a way to make money, I still have to figure out how to feed us. Just because there's perfect solutions, I was at the grocery store, and the last uh, couple, you know, couple weeks, or a couple months, whatever, that, you know, they have this special on hamburger. It's three bucks in a five pound uh, container, but I can't buy the five pound container because I don't have a way to freeze it up. So it isn't about the fact that, because as you know, meat has gotten radically expensive, right? And so it isn't about the fact that there aren't simple, perfect solutions, right? Buy six, 6 uh, 6 $15, five pound hamburgers, throw them in the freezer, and you're set. I can't do that. And so I have to make peace with the reality that we don't eat in the way that it would be best for me. We eat in the best way that we can. And making peace with that, because I can't, make it perfect. So I either can be agitated and frustrated about everything I can't have perfect, like our food plan, versus do I just want to make peace that I'm doing the best that I can. And these are the simple decisions that live within the complexity of everything around us, while in this particular moment right we have all this impending doom we have civil war we have famine we have the lights going out uh you know all the the fear of the world that i collected all this stuff to live in preparation for i can't carry it with me at the exact moment right that i might need it so there is no perfect we just there's just making peace with what we have and doing the best we can and having anybody say that to us when we're in the minute of a frustrating moment is just like super F you, right? There's nothing worse than when you're having your moment of intense frustration and somebody just says, well, just get over it, right? So it's all process. It isn't about making perfect. It's a process of moving between what we want and what we don't want and managing what we can. And most of what we can manage is within us. And this purging process that's happening to us outside and collectively is really scary and overwhelming. And some of us, you know, managing this purge process inside our house is scary and overwhelming. But the only purge process that really matters is the one that's happening within the heart and the mind and the spirit. And that really is just, are we making peace or are we trying to make it perfect so we can feel peaceful? And these are these stupid, simplistic statements that are insulting when we are feeling agitated and frustrated or an intense negative emotion. And they seem like amazing aha periods of enlightenment when we are in a moment where we can really, truly hold on to the depth of what that means. And life is us just bouncing back and forth between all of this. Uh, And for me, that's the power of the journal. The power of the journal is that I can purge out all the crazy On paper, so I don't have to get online and vent to everybody around me and create more noise in the world. So I'm not using my purge to make your life more complicated, which is what all these people are doing, right? We're vomiting out our every thought, our every feeling, our every frustration out into the world and then people are listening to it and it's just creating more and more energy. So we're purging out all this negativity, but it's growing because we're all participating in it versus purging in a way that is dissipating it, which is to me what the purpose of the journal is. I don't have to push onto you my vomit of energy Uh, So that I tell myself I feel better because you agree with me. Uh, I try to just get to the bottom line and tell you what's valuable. And the value of my process in these last few weeks of purging is I had to make a decision. Do I want to feel peaceful or do I want to try to create a perfect environment so that I can feel safe and comfortable? And I can't have both because if I have all the stuff that might make me feel safe... I don't have any peace. Uh, If I have the space, I have more peace, but I don't necessarily have the ability to be safe. So there's no perfect answer. We just have to decide what we want and what we don't want. And these are the things that we're navigating through our life. And so uh, I don't want to insult you with make peace or make perfect. But really, you know, at the end of the day, we're just we're wrestling with these things and we have periods where everything is wonderful out in the world and where we can accomplish a lot and we can pat ourselves on the back about how amazing and successful we are and then we have pieces out in the world where everything's falling apart like it is now and there is no perfect but that doesn't remove the opportunity to still make peace within that chaotic scary process Uh, and one of the most powerful tools we have is purge see so i kept four p's purge process peace and perfect for me that's the game right that's the part i have fun with but for you this is your life and i appreciate you spending time with me and happy father's day to all the men out there and all the women who had to be fathers along the way at some point for their children We're just going to take a deep breath. Uh, I am going to launch back out in the world as I fight the bugs to get a few things done and enjoy my nature experience, which is also an assaultive experience. (laughs) But hey, I, I got what I wanted. Now the question is, can I make peace with it? So deep breath, my friends. I hope you have a fabulous day and I will see you next time.